1: Hi again, everyone. Welcome to the Wrestling Inc. podcast. This week I'm joined with Matt Morgan. Unfortunately, uh, Vince Russo cannot join us here tonight. Uh, his mother passed away, and we'd like to offer our condolences to Vince uh, and uh, extend our condolences and our thoughts. Um, yeah, so uh, hopefully Vince will, uh, Vince's okay and he'll be back soon, but it, really sad news. And it's a weird transition, but going uh, from that we had tonight, we had WWE Hell in a Cell. These pay per views feel like they're uh, that, like they're coming every week now. But uh, yeah, here we go. We had another one. I I, I thought this one was pretty good, Matt. What were, Matt?
2: What were your thoughts? I liked it. I loved, I loved it. I did not like this. Well, I guess at first when I saw Owens and 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 Rollins so early and same, you know, with the other, uh, hell in a cell match. I was like, what the freak are these guys doing? Yeah. They're battling Sunday night football. I'm thinking maybe, is that what their concern is? But this is what it ended up being. They obviously did it on purpose to sandwich two garbage mat, not garbage matches, but lesser matches to build up the, the, the main event of the girls. Um, that's the only way I could see it. Did no services to the cruiserweight division, but, um, tag division for that matter. But you know, yeah, pretty much any division other than uh right. at least the women's, but but I enjoyed the pay-per-view. Even Sheamus and Cesaro tagging together finally. I actually enjoyed it tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a good pay-per-view, but
1: uh yeah. and and we had a couple couple title changes. One mm. one was uh one was a major one, the other one not so much. Uh but let's start off the kickoff show. Sin Cara, Linsterito and and Cedric Alexander defeated Arya Davari, Tony Nice and uh, Drew Gulak. Uh, Cedric got the win, uh, pinning Gulak in the lumbar check. Uh, obviously, WWE has plans for Cedric. I think he's probably uh, yeah. next in line for Kendrick. I think
2: TJ Perkins, it doesn't seem as worked out uh, like they hoped. He got an epic opportunity. He really did. He got a golden opportunity to. And I feel bad for him because. He, uh, I don't know. I know the kid isn't watching this show, but I know I can't be the only one telling him. Listen, dude, you need to go to these writers, and you need to tell them this is what I'm about. And if they don't respond, you go out and you you do seize that moment. I guarantee you, Brian Brian Kendrick would not do the same thing. If he was writing some garbage, Brian would try to fight it all day, and then when given the live mic, would would do whatever the hell he wants to do to get his persona over.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and, and, and we'll get we'll get to that coming up here in a bit. Uh, The show opened up, I I felt like, we'll we'll get to that in a minute too, but the show opened up with Roman Reigns versus Rusev for the Mm -hmm. U.S. title. A long match uh, in in the Mm -hmm. cell. Uh, Reigns defeated Rusev with the spear. Um, Mm -hmm. Your thoughts on this match?
2: I thought it was a good match. Um, I I enjoyed the match, and it was long. Holy crap, was that long? But um, They've got some very good chemistry between each other. And um, there was signs in the match where the crowd didn't absolutely hate Roman and want him to die. Um, throughout the match, there were some serious periods in there that I was surprised that the fans were semi receptive to him at times. Yeah. You know, where- but it was a good match, great chemistry, and friggin' Russo continues to be a friggin' all star. Where do you go with Roman right now? <laughs> This level, this level where he's at right now, he needs to chill here. And I, I'll say it till I'm blue in the face: he needs to be a friggin' turn heel. He needs to be heel. That's what he right. needs to do.
1: But assuming but where, that, assuming that they're not going to, because if they haven't yet, I, I don't think it's This happen. level, the
2: Sami Zayn level, the um, I don't even know what to call. You know, the mid card, a little bit above the mid card. But, yeah, um, but who, I guess that's my question:
1: Who do they really have right now?
2: I guarantee you when whenever it becomes uh, uh, brought out to us, we'll be like, oh, man, of course. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, like like with with, with Zane and what's his name, the big dude. Um, come on. Just uh, a big guy. Uh, uh, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, for instance. We're like, oh, who's going to be next for Braun Strowman? Same thing. I'll be like, oh, okay, that's a good match. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, were they on tonight at all? Did I miss that? No, no, they weren't
1: on tonight. Okay. Uh, I don't think Braun Strowman hasn't been on a pay-per-view, uh, since the brand split and Sammy. Yeah. Sammy, it's been a while, but, uh, yeah, it, uh, we'll, we'll see where they go. I kind of think they might be going to having Roman and Seth, uh, teaming up. Cause you have Seth being double teamed by Jericho oh. and Owens. And,
2: Oh yeah.
1: You, you yeah. know, kind of the yeah. shield, a mini shield reunion. Uh, cause Seth needs some help. I think right now in the babyface role, uh, they did a backstage promo with Kevin Owens. Uh, Next, we have Bailey defeating Dana Brooke. Uh, the fans were, you know, they were
2: into Bailey, but and this was just a, a nothing match. But it was good because it was almost a straightforward beatdown, in my opinion, um, and what it needed to be as far as Bailey going over strong. Like it was like she kicked it into gear and, and really. Didn't have any real rough spots where I was really concerned about her losing or, or Dana getting too much shit in the crap in, if you will, and um, it was what it needed to be. She needed to run right through her, and she did.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, th- I thought that it, booking wise, it was good, uh, and yeah, it, it did what it was it, it needed to. Yeah. Do. Um, then we had a backstage segment with Fo- McFoley and, and Stephanie McMahon. Uh, I just every time I see Foley and Stephanie, I think it just brings Foley down some. <laughs> You know, yeah, it does. He just loses a little credibility, a little coolness, and and some of
2: his. Legendary He's all aura. If, if we're looking at that, I thought he that I jumped a shark uh, a couple years ago. Um <laughs> No, seriously, I, yeah. I'm I'm a friend of Mick. I love Mick. I just with, with, they just need him to let him do what he does and stay the hell out of his way. You don't try to write for Mick. You know, and don't put him in these stupid scenarios. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, you know Daniel Bryan lucked out with being on the the show without
1: Stephanie. Yes. And uh, Chris Jericho threatened to add Mick Foley to the list again. Um, <laughs> you know, the, you know the Jericho list stuff. You know, it's been entertaining, but when that's your main event, you know, you know, kind of like in your main event and that's your yeah. storyline. It, it, you know, you got if you're getting new fans tuning in because Brock Lesnar is yep. fighting, you know, wrestling Goldberg, and they're tuning in. They haven't watched wrestling in a while, and they tune in. <laughs> And they're seeing grown-ass grown ass men, you know, hiding a list. And, and you know, that's, yeah. that's the big storyline. I don't think you're going to hook them. No. Uh, no, no. Enzo and casts they were out next. Huge pop. Over strong. Yeah. I mean, that was gigantic. And, you know, at a time with so few stars, I just feel like they should do more with these guys. But at yeah. the same time, the crowd did get quiet once the match started.
2: Is this is true because that's the old saying that we, I remember when I was first started, uh, Rip Rogers was a trainer of mine at OVW long story short. He always used to say when somebody had a lot of sizzle and no steak, he would say, and then the bell rings boys. Meaning if you can't go in the ring you have to be able to go in the ring. You've got to provide something in that ring. Not, not move wise, not move set wise, not, but a way to emotionally draw people in and make them invest in you. I will admit today's day. Today's crowd is a little bit harder You know what I mean? Because the cat's been out of the bag for so many years. Each progressing year that goes by that the cat's been out of the bag, that this is a work, does not work in our favor. We can do things to make them wonder, was that real though? But but it's very hard to do nowadays. And therefore, it's harder to get people to emotionally invest because of that, in my opinion, versus other guys back in the day. I want to hear people say, oh, Ricky Morton was the best baby face of all time and he had people screaming. Well, no shit because people thought it was real. Of course they did.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But Enzo, I think it's also with his work. You know, more than Ugh. more than any you know more than big cast. When when Enzo's in there, you're right. Uh, you know, it just he just he,
2: he's just bad in the ring. He's I don't get it. Good. He should be nonstop in NXT or wherever the hell he needs to go. I did this when I was on SmackDown on my own accord because I knew I needed to get better. No one needed to tell me that. I'd go to OVW. I'd work their TV. I'd work their next day afterwards, and then I'd go back out on the road for the house shows for SmackDown again. I paid for that on my own, out of my own pocket because I needed to improve. This dude is in a huge spot. He's the little dog in the fight. He needs to be better than Cass. Cass can't be the better worker between the two, yeah. and he is. So he needs to be doing whatever he needs to do to improve, like constantly. He needs to be in that damn ring because you're absolutely right. It sticks out too much now. Yeah. Well, what were your thoughts on the match? Oh, oh I was happy with the outcome, very happy with the finish, very happy with it. And I'm a Kaz and Enzo fan, don't get me wrong, but I, I, our guys have been buried too much and they needed a friggin' win badly. They really did. I liked um, I, I, Enzo needs to be careful. He's hilarious. He is lethal on the mic, you know, but he needs to be careful with how much he buries those heels. Those are two badass heels. There's a way to be witty and funny, especially when you have the freedom like this kid has on the mic. You don't have to. Bury them that much. Calling them what was it, Andy and, and Big Gal and yada yada yada. You know, then you make them look like corny Keystone Cop heels. That are that are like, hey, don't chant Big Gal. Oh, I don't want to see that. I want to see two friggin' mon- two two not monsters, but two killers.
1: Yeah, I don't know if the ship has sailed on the two killers thing yet, but uh, well, well, I, that's what see better better I see when I see them better. walk out. Raj, I did too until they get beat every week. You know, for you know three months. Uh, yeah, you, you know this. I, I, I agree. I th- I I I want I thought uh, Al- uh Anderson and Gallows should have won. Um but at the same time you had Gallows and Anderson pretty much get you know destroyed by Enzo and Cass over the past two weeks on Raw. Or at least uh Gallows got matches. destroyed by Big Cass. Enzo beat Anderson, now Gallows and Anderson beat they them. had
2: gallows lose in a singles? I, I miss how did I miss that?
1: Yeah, on Raw last week, uh it was uh Enzo beat was it,
2: it could was that tag match? No, I they agree. would they they would save that. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah,
1: Enzo uh, Enzo and Anderson. Uh, and yeah. uh, Big Cass hit Anderson with the big boot. And, and, and yeah, got but not win. Gallows. They would save that. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Yeah, I meant Anderson. All right, good. um But, yeah, so, you know, you, you had them win a couple weeks. They win. I just feel like no one really gets over. They're kind of all in the same spot. Yep.
2: Um, yeah, we're repeating ourselves week after week.
1: Do you realize that? You know why? Because if That's I go through, shit. you know, the, the same thing, the the people that lose on Raw, uh, you know, win on the pay-per-view and uh, mm-hmm. and vice versa. And you just saw that here tonight. You know, you saw Enzo and Big Cass, they they lost on Raw. I mean, uh, sorry, Gallows and Anderson lost on Raw, and, and, and then they're winning tonight. Right. And, uh and then same thing with Owens and Rollins, which we'll get to next. Uh, where do you go with Gallows and Anderson now? You don't have any other tag teams. They've, oh, they've kind of done the New
2: Day thing. So They're not done. This feud's not done. Yeah. This feud's definitely not done. This was no feud-breaker kind of match. I didn't see it as that. At least there, there's no way they're going to let them. Well, maybe I'm wrong. It's such I a clean finish, though. <sighs> no. They love Big Cass way too much. They love Enzo too much. No way.
1: Yeah. So we had next. We had Kevin Owens defending the WWE Universal
2: Championship against Seth Rollins. I was heated. I I, I will admit I was pissed that it was on at this part of the night. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Yeah. So this second pay per view in a row uh, where the WWE title match, whether it's the Universal or the World Heavyweight yeah. Championship, is is not in the main event spot, and probably going to happen again at Survivor Series. I mean, that one makes more sense. But you're you know you're going to have Lesnar and Goldberg probably in that main event spot. So. I don't know. I don't get it. And it kind of gives away the ending, too, whenever they do have the championship match in the middle of the show or the beginning. You know there's not going to be a title change then. Um, Hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. I I felt like uh, they're not protecting this belt. They're not making it seem like something really special.
2: A brand-new title at that. Okay, there's ever a time to make this thing look important, okay? Now is the time. It's a brand-new title. Um, It needs to be protected more than any other type of title because it is brand new. It was just introduced. And on top of it, we're putting on a guy that, not me, but haters out there will say, you know, looks like the dude who takes out my trash. Do you know what I'm saying? So you have those things going against the situation. You definitely don't. Oh, man, they did not do him any favors. That pissed me off so much. That said, this was my match of the night. And I love the girls' match. I love the girls' match. But... This was the match of the night. I know no one's going to tell me different.
1: I agree. Yeah, and and you know, talking about Kevin Owens' title reign so far, you 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 had Triple H help him win the title. Triple H isn't heard from again. You know, like that's that's the problem with WWE storytelling right now. And instead, you got uh, Owens and Jericho uh, with the list and 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 Rollins (laughs) stealing the list. You know, and it's you know, school it's a schoolyard feud. You know, Rollins is out na-na-na-na-na, uh, nah. nah, 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 nah. i have got your list. Oh, and uh, That's not how you – in my opinion, that's not how you make a top baby face. Oh,
2: my God, no. And the year's reaction he got tonight, I know they're in Boston. Boston could be tough, but I always thought when Seth became a face, he'd be edgy, yeah. you know? He'd be a cool face to cheer for, you know? I really thought that. But right. Yeah. He's lost – I dare say he's lost the smart marks. I, I'm shocked at this, but it's not – It, it, it they haven't done him many favors. Like you said, the stupid list. You know, playing ring around the rosie with the damn thing. And then, you know, all these stupid shenanigans. It just gets, Jim Cornette used to say, when, when I used to want to be on TV, when I first started at TNA, and I was a bodyguard. And I'm like, dude, when are we going to drop this stupid bodyguard gimmick and get my ass in the ring? And he'd be like, listen, you don't want to get any on you right now. Meaning the direction of the company at the time wasn't really that great. And meaning you don't want to get any SHIT on you. You don't want to be involved with anything that's crappy. When you do get involved with something, you want it to be good. Right now, Seth Rounds is getting SHIT all over him because of this stupid list business and what he's being encompassed around, uh, having encompassed around him. Yeah. And, and I've said it every
1: week. I think the list stuff is entertaining to a point, but it shouldn't be a main event feud shouldn't be over that. It should be mid-card, something for the show, and and the main event should be just something heated and, and personal. and. And, you know, Triple H leaving, like I said, uh, heard it. And and, and you, you are you are where we are, where uh, Rollins mm-hmm. is just missing something, as baby face. And it showed with this match because at the beginning, the crowd was really quiet. I yes. mean, they got, they got the crowd, but they were really quiet uh, early on in this match. Those
2: two boys had to work their butts off. And they did, and they delivered a supreme main event match, in my opinion. like yeah. That match was so outstanding, so good. The storytelling was great. And do you have any idea how many? I'm sure you do because you cover all these pay-per-views over these years. But do you have any idea all of the things that could have gone awry when introducing Jericho? As great as he is, not none, none, none to his doing, I mean, by messing things up, by, but by people crapping on it. Going, oh, here we go again, two-on-one. This is sucky. They managed to make it entertaining, which is not easy to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Owens accidentally used. I mean, it, 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 accidentally or not, who knows if it was. But he used the right. fire extinguisher on the ref, which was different. Yeah, uh, you know, you haven't seen that before. uh And they had to get that ref out. Cage door opens. Jericho runs in. um I took that on purpose. I saw that as him doing it on purpose. Right, but making it look like an accident. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you know his character. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Owens, he looked like he was going to hit a package pile driver uh, from his Ring of Honor days at one point, but did a package powerbomb instead. I mean, this match was just crazy for a while. Uh, How about the
2: back and forth with the super kicks? <laughs> yeah, that, that holy was awesome. crap. I, and a little peep, dudes don't sell anymore. You know what? I don't give a shit. That was dope. That that reeled me in. I was like, holy, it sucked me in big time.
1: Yeah. Big and then time. Rollins going for that powerbomb uh, when he went for that. Powerbomb on Owens at the end towards the uh, through those two tables. For oh. a second, I mean, he was having a tough time getting him up. For a second, it almost looked like he was doing a Styles Clash
2: with the way uh, Owens was hanging there. Anybody has ever attempted a powerbomb and done it more than once in a match, especially bigger guys, we have all been caught in this spot with either somebody that sandbags us, not on purpose, or on purpose. Um, or it just doesn't work out. We mistime it. I've done it with Hernandez before where, where we mistimed him sitting up and I should have just nutted him up instead of worrying about, you know, relying on him so much, you know? But we've all been in that spot and we all shit our pants in that moment. The fact that it says a lot because what's his name gets a lot of grief. And I just said it earlier about how he's not exactly a good looking wrestler his physique wise, uh, K- uh, KO. It says a lot about how athletic, believe it or not, that sob is. Because upside down in that spot, with all the blood rushing to your head, that is so—it's it, so hard to pull a sit up in that in that spot, especially with a guy who's kind of smaller than you, uh, weight-wise. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was able to do that—that that was all KO. That was one hundred percent KO. It was not Rollins muscling him up. Um, that was impressive as hell. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he I'm is bad.
1: athletic. And then i mean they they got that spot to work and and that was just that was just crazy i, I mean that looked dangerous like yeah. the way owens with his neck and everything on that table i was legitimately worried about him for a second
2: what about the fact that any like the, the way the angle it was i don't know if you caught it but here's the table the one that was on the slant right yeah or what it was look there, there was like a uh, what do you call it right here the metal uh stand right. for yeah the, the idea? Yeah. there's no rhyme or reason to what direction those fly in once we go through those tables right like that could have went right into his bet. Oh, my God. I was so scared for him. Yeah, same here. I was just nervous after that. Um,
1: I, yeah, And then uh, so they got back in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what happened. Rollins, I, I forgot what Rollins hit, but he went for – he got the three count. Uh, Jericho pulled the ref right before three. Uh, then Rollins beat up Jericho for a little bit uh, on the outside of the ring, got back in, ate a pop-up powerbomb, uh, but kicked out. Yeah. And then, uh, Jericho and Owens set up
2: two chairs, and Owens power bombed him through the two chairs. Perfectly, uh, yeah, perfectly. You see where he placed them to? He placed them so perfectly, so that the tape that the chairs, God forbid, actually, you know, flipped open and and broke. Right. You know, yeah. so many times we screw that up and put the chairs too close, and it doesn't really give it the same effect. And the guy just eats it; it hurts like hell. It hurts regardless, but you give it a little bit of that separation, and bam, the guy snaps right through it. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh. Yeah, it was a hell of a match. Afterwards,
1: they beat up Rollins, and uh, Jericho left. Jericho left Rollins laying uh, after a code breaker. So not only is he beat, he hasn't won a pay per view match since June. <laughs> he gets laid out by the guy who was uh, sad about his
2: list being missing last, last Monday night are getting all kind of mainstream fans after this one, folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but your cousins over to watch this. I've never watched wrestling ever. They'll be so so. They'll be so impressed with you. <laughs>
1: yeah. So uh, it almost. I, I didn't know if they were setting up Jericho and, and Rollins after that because then they had Jericho. Mm. Jericho's music playing to end it, um, true. and kind of take him out of the title picture. Or like I was saying, maybe uh, Roman Reigns and Rollins. You know, Roman Reigns kind of stepping into because uh, Rollins you, keeps getting double teamed do by these guys.
2: This is the epitome of getting it on you, if that if that's what happens. If they drag that albatross, that is Roman Reigns, <laughs> you know, Seth is done. We'll never hear from him. Again. Like, there's a baby face. I, I don't get it. I don't get it.
1: Yeah. He's heading in that direction with how the booking has been going, but his, his match has really saved him. And I thought this was Rollins' best match since he came back. Did he? Yeah. Because he had the match with Kevin Owens last month, but I, I, I already kind of can't remember that one. The Clash okay. of Champions. I, I'm
2: yet to watch a bad match with him, to be honest with you. Right. Period. He's so good. He's yeah. so good. But, but, yeah, I agree. Uh, he's
1: he, – I mean, the comparisons <laughs> to Shawn Michaels, if he could just get that character oh. tweaked,
2: you and, know, this, Roz, I'm sorry. And, and then, like, the, the little in-between stuff. The difference between him and KO – is this right here. This in between crap when like you can hear him on the outside berating Chris Jericho and he's saying corny crap. Like you don't know who you're messing with. What? You would never say that. That's so <laughs> tacky right. in the 80s. And I've made that mistake. I've, I've said corny crap like that too. But that's because the mic wasn't on. Nobody could hear me. I needed to do something to pantomime something that I was talking smack to my opponent, you know, but I did no, not know. I knew for sure no mic was picking it up. Like, yeah. He just sounds corny. Like, I don't want to cheer for that guy. And I, he's my favorite guy. He's my friend, my favorite wrestler. Him and KO both. That's why
1: I feel like they're writing for him and Roman Reigns the same with their lines and the stuff that they say. Roman Reigns would be someone that steals the list. You know? Like, it would be that kind of
2: stuff. Oh, he'd be all over that. He'd have a freaking heart. Yeah, he would love that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, up next, uh, we had the Cruiserweight title match with uh, TJ Perkins defending his title against Brian Kendrick. Mm -hmm. Uh, No pop for either guy. What do you
2: expect? I I It
1: it was even worse than that. I felt like you could hear individual conversations during this match. Like people in the audience just chatting and I can kind of tell
2: what they're talking about. Well, I will say this much. Congratulations, TBK. I am super proud of you. Super stoked. Not that you're watching this, but hopefully you are. Um, this dude deserved this. And um, finally, we'll have some lifeblood in this Cruiserweight division because it desperately needs an insertion of character. And if they do what we think and what we hope they're going to do with Cedric, that's some, we're going to see some good characters finally.
1: Yeah, I felt like this match, the match itself I thought was really good um oh it was a great match if you put this on an nxt takeover show it probably would yep. have stolen the show you know and yep. it, if you just dubbed in ca- crowd noise it would have been a lot better but with this uh <laughs> the highlight did you hear that fan when She's uh seen. they were like fighting uh near the barricades and this fan goes get a f and haircut hippie but using the whole f <laughs> uh word to brian kendrick and then going and eh, nike sucks did you miss that? It was, like, really loud. It, like, sounded uh. like it was on commentary for a second. <laughs> yeah, the, the mics picked that up. The, that, was, that was pretty funny. Mm. But um, the end, Kendrick faked a leg injury. Uh, TJ Perkins and the referee were the only people that were buying it. It was too long. Yeah. And, you know, they had Perkins look like a, idiot. Just a an idiot. Yeah. Kendrick suckered him with the headbutt, hit his finisher. Perkins tapped. And uh, there, the, what little pop there wasn't uh, at all for this match was right there when he when he beat yeah. him. And Brian got a yeah. respect pop, is what he got. Yeah, but yeah. even that, it was really it was really mild. I, I've never seen a, a a crowd care that little for a title change on the pay per view. Hopefully, uh, Kendrick can uh, take it to another level, and hopefully, they have Cedric Alexander because Cedric Alexander seems like he looks like a a legit you know guy, you know, not like a game playing kid. Yeah, no offense and, to T.J. Perkins because I
2: think Perkins is great in the ring. Yeah, he is, and I guarantee you, Brian uh, and Brian, if T.J. had his, you know, I, I don't know how many times we could say, I wish I could reach out and talk to the other kid. You know, I've said it week after week. Step up, you know not in the ring. Go to these writers and tell and talk to Vince, somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, and cut this crap out.
1: Now, but, let me ask you this: when you when you had the stuttering gimmick. Did it, did that ever cross your mind? Like I gotta go and talk to Vince? You like, don't
2: listen to me, Raj. Obviously, when I tell you the story, this was Vince McMahon's idea. No, I know,
1: but so, but when you're saying go and talk to Vince, what if the whole uh, the
2: entire time, the entire time, I was always in his office? Yeah, the entire time, and not even by my own uh, will. Like sometimes it was literally just for him to come, you know, just to shoot the crap about what we're going to, what I'm doing that night. And he would, like I said, stand behind the camera. I do all my pre tapes. And this was his baby. It really was. So it was it back when I was so young? And that's why I'm telling TJ now to like, you know, if, if you can go back in time and be able to say something, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. It'd be a 50, 50 toss because Vince didn't come up with characters. Then the last one he'd come up with at that point was Carlito, actually, that he was emotionally invested in and designed on his own. I was the next one. And that was it. Vince really doesn't do that anymore. I know actually he doesn't. Um, so that said, if something his baby is his, his, his is his baby, you know, he's going to push it. So it's like, all right, I'm going to make the best of the shitty crap of this situation and know that this, you know, the, hello, this dude's a billionaire genius and I'm going to get a good push out of this and just shut up and, and go through the test that you're going through. Or do you speak up now? Now that I'm older, obviously, I definitely would have, you know, spoke up. I did originally. By telling them, "Look, you realize I have a you know degree in communication. Right? I graduated the third of my class. Talking is actually my strong suit. You know, do we think by mocking, you know, like how other people talk and whatnot is going to work? You know, they're going to no, know I don't stutter. They know this. We're insulting them, no." And he was just like, "You know, we we he goes. I tell them what to think, and I'm telling you right now, they will not. They're not going to care." I'm like, okay. Not not to digress real quick, but.
1: When when I th- when when you think of the, the most legendary characters in, in pro wrestling history, right? Mm-hmm. You think a uh, Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Randy Savage, Roddy Piper, those weren't like characters that Vince really created. You know what I mean? Like those, he he. Are you they, kidding me? Hulk characters. Hogan,
2: he freaking manufactured.
1: No, but Hogan was that guy. He just he just promoted that. He didn't, cr- you know, you know what I mean? Like Did you he, see
2: the Did you see Hulk before he became Hulk. Like like, do you see how cheesy he was? But in not the WWE, good, he was doing the, the, the cupping, the, you know,
1: the posing after the matches and cupping his ear. Um, he, he, I, I mean, obviously he, he took Hulk Hogan to a whole nother level, but I wouldn't, he did not like come up with the name and give him the, you know, the uh, like, this is what you're going to, you know, like it, like he does with like uh, a Henry Godwin or something like that, where it's a gimmick that he came up with. Um,
0: and, and the stuttering yeah. thing.
1: Um, yeah. I'm just, I, I don't know. I just think like, some of the most uh, – the, the biggest no, names weren't necessarily that, yeah, things that he
2: – Sure, because the ones that really hit it have some cheesy crap like my stuttering character first. And then they, they earn the trust or whatever you want to call it of the company to where they're comfortable to go out and they know who they are now. And once they know who they are, they start to express that in the ring and on the mic, and it starts to get over. And then finally before you know it, it's fucking three sixteen that say, I, I just whipped your ass, and voila. you know It literally happens like that. And I just wasn't afforded that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. The I, TNA I, it came out, but not with WWE. Yeah,
1: I just think oh, he he does better when it's these guys that have their own, you know, their own personalities, and Vince takes that to another level, like Piper yeah. Savage, things like that, as opposed to when he's giving someone a character and yeah. and Undertaker is the one real exception. I could think Razor, of Ramon. Razor
2: Ramon, Razor Ramon. No, did did Scott come up with that? Was that Ben's?
1: No, but I, I felt like he became a bigger star once he, he went to WCW with the NWO and, and with Scott Hall. But you're but you're right. Scott yeah. Razor Ramon was definitely a success.
2: But as an example, to your point, once he became himself, it was even more over.
1: Yeah, he became he, he was kind of a upper mid card guy before that in WWF, and he never headlined a yeah. pay per view. And then yeah. he was you know a, a main event dude. All right. Um, anyway, we digressed. Uh, so we had, <laughs> They uh, love it. They love hearing this, by the way. Watch. <laughs> we'll get questions about it, but go ahead. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we had uh, the New Day defending the Tag Team Championship against Sheamus and Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, who handles our Twitter co- coverage, noted that Kofi avoided the obligatory hometown loss by not being in the actual match. So, you know, <laughs> that was smart for him. Uh, Cesaro hit had Xavier in a sharpshooter. Uh, But Kofi hit Sheamus with the Thunder and Paradise outside the Mm -hmm. ring, which caused the New Day to get disqualified. Almost felt like they were almost turning New Day heel with that finish. You know, (laughs) they just look weak. Uh, But it was to further, I mean, this whole thing was to further along the Sheamus and Cesaro uh, uh, thing.
2: But uh, what were your thoughts? I've finally taken my first step on, excuse me, on the bus that is Sheamus and Cesaro. I'm just I'm just one foot in the door right now, by the way. I'm not taking my I haven't even walked down the hall and taking my seat yet. But I will admit with tonight, I, I liked it. I did. I just think they've got to stop making Cesaro try to be funny and witty and da, 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 you know. He's at his best when you let him talk about how passionate he is about what he does. Just let him do that because no one else does it on the show and just shut up and get out of his way. You know, if he has to talk. Right. That's it. You know, but I will say this. What will happen from this, Raj, down the line, and any fans of Cesaro out there, this will improve him. Like my stuttering character, believe it or not, did improve me. Um, If you're able to go out and do something that you're not really comfortable doing, you get twice as confident when you finally get an opportunity that you're begging to get to be yourself. right? When I finally hit TNA, it was all systems go, and I was never more comfortable. Um, I would not have been able to do that had I not had the, the repetitions of doing something i was so incredibly uncomfortable doing so cesano doing this comedy shtick is not his strong suit right but he's going to add a new layer to his persona when he does finally become who he becomes as this main star that i know he could be and he'll have that opportunity to go to that layer when need be down the road you know what i mean the the humor the comedy the the the, the witty guy kind of thing it will play a part down the road for him now that he's had these reps in.
1: yeah Someone pointing out in the comment section that it was actually Scott Hall and DDP that created Razor Ramon,
2: which actually that is a good point because yeah, Razor stud. was
1: the diamond stud and then it was Razor that came up with the uh, Scarface gimmick and then Vince.
2: Yes, he went to Vince's office and told him about it. So, yep, yep, yep. Did Al Pacino thing not? Huh? yep. Um, yeah, so uh, so this is obviously going to
1: continue and I, it had to. They really don't have anything else um, for New Day. So, um, so yeah, that's... It'll be interesting to see Survivor Series. They're probably not going to have that many title matches. I'm guessing New Day and Sheamus' Star might be in that tag match because there's just not enough teams to fill those uh, rosters up. So For Raw versus SmackDown? Yeah. Oh, no, uh, to, do, to, to not have them in that match. Yeah, the Raw gotcha. versus SmackDown 10 tag team you know, match. So I'm guessing there won't be a, a, a tag team championship match at the Survivor Series. Hmm. Uh, so it keeps it going to the December pay per view. That might be good though. I agree, and I, I I wouldn't be surprised if there's no Kevin Owens title match at Survivor Series, uh, and and maybe they do uh, AJ Styles. I don't know because they're they're running out of opponents on on Raw and SmackDown.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they aired the Survivor Series promo. Uh, I don't think I don't think they showed this on SmackDown uh, unless I missed it. But um, this. It had this promo with Brock Lesnar, and it was just gold. I thought it's it was Lesnar kind of doing his kind of same stick. Doesn't care. Uh, he doesn't care about Goldberg's wife and kids. And yep. and uh, you know if he has any advice, it's for them to stay home. This is the promo that oh, yeah. should have been on Raw last week. Not waiting for them to be chanting Goldberg, Goldberg, and and
2: uh, you know and Brock and having Brock getting upset Minnesota. about that, or Brock being home and getting a crazy pop, and Goldberg being booed out of the building because they're in Minnesota. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I thought this was this was what they should have had on Raw. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I
1: thought that was money. And and this Lesnar promo alone makes me uh, want to see that match more than you know anything they've been trying to do in the rings. The the Goldberg pr- first promo and this are the the two that are yeah. you know hopefully they don't try anything cute with Goldberg tomorrow night because just letting them be themselves and letting those personalities uh, uh, clash is is enough. Yep. They did a cool promo for Sasha Banks versus Charlotte before the the match started, before the the Hell in the Cell and everything dropped. Um, it kind of showcased the history of women's wrestling in, in this montage, yeah. and uh, which was really cool. It was and then they did this really cool entrance for Charlotte, uh, which it just made the the main event seem big. And uh, they did the same thing for Sasha. I think they did a similar entrance for Sasha at a at a takeover event, but uh, it's still. Cool, it was, yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So this match, it, it started with them fighting outside the ring, uh, taking it into the crowd, uh, coming back to ringside. They got on the cage. Uh, while Sasha was coming down, Charlotte power bombed her through a table. And it, it, this was in it, the low point of this match for me was this that she went through the table and they did a stretcher job that took, it felt like it took 30 minutes. I mean, it just, it was a long uh, time that they took to get her on the stretcher. Um, yes. and, and they did this with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30 where Daniel Bryan, Bryan, and he came and fought back, but I thought this went way too long. And then she went from being nearly paralyzed to completely fine. Two seconds later, once she got off the stretcher.
2: So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will admit I got hooked there for a second. Cause I saw the time. It was like 10 50 yeah, something. I'm going, well, this is gonna wow, they're gonna do this at her hometown in Boston. They're not even gonna have the match. Wow, you know, but she got off and I, I was, I, she got off the thing and I stretch, and I was stoked. I, I wanted to see what happened. And yeah, I, I mean, because I became a fan in that moment, um, I was okay. I hope she grabs her back a couple times, at least sells the next something. Um, yeah. but that said, I was just excited the match happened because I thought we were about to get totally hosed here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, it, what do you want to say it, this match was it, this was a good match, and the fans need to chill the freak out with certain like okay, so Charlotte when she went through, and I'm jumping around here, but when Charlotte went through the table toward the, you know toward the end there, and it wasn't a perfect sorry, it wasn't a perfect smash, it wasn't a perfect bump it was a good bump, but it would, she didn't go through the table This is a hundred thirty five pound woman like you mean sasha
1: Sasha for the finish.
2: No, 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 no. When Charlotte went through, when when Charlotte went oh, through on the, the outside, table, when she was kicked off on the outside, it wasn't a perfect. The crowd sh- crapped all over it. You know, they booed the. Didn't you hear them? They booed them. No,
1: yeah, because it, I mean, they were like because they, they started off setting them up on the the top, like looking like they were going to do a, you know, a, a somersault or power bomb through through the table, and what they ended up with was just this little kick. You know, mm-hmm. so I thought like. Uh, I, 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 I can see where, why the crowd would have been uh, disappointed just because the way it looked like it was being set up and what it ended up being was just uh, a little kick through the table.
2: The girl still, you know, went through the table though. Like we're talking about two girls for the first time doing this. And it, it again, it comes down to weight. She, the, I knew they're going to have issues. Girls always have issues going through tables. Generally, you have to really hit the crap out of that table uh, if you're going to weigh 135 pounds to make that table snap. Yeah, um, it's it's not always easy. Um, yeah, so I was just like, you know, I, I, if I was there, and I was watching this as a fan, by the way, not as some analyst, not as some former wrestler, but as a fan, I didn't boot I didn't think that that, that deserved to boo. I just didn't.
1: Yeah, but, I I mean, I agree. I think I, I think there is a there's a lot of weight on these girls' shoulders because you know when they talk about the women's revolution, these are really the only two that could. Do a hell in the cell match that I, you know, that yes. I think the comp- company would feel comfortable they, with. There's, they,
2: yeah, go ahead, sir. No, no, go ahead. They, 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 I mean, there's so many things they did tonight that that the other, these other girls couldn't do. The monkey flip? You kidding me? The monkey flip into the freaking steel cage? Yeah. Like, dude, I can't even begin to tell you the the risk of error in that of her hitting it and coming straight down on her neck and breaking it. Um. There's so many things he did in this match that I'm going, holy crap, they're going to get hurt here. Um, Yeah, I was, like, worried half the time. (laughs) Yeah, and and I don't want to say to a point where it took me out of the match. It didn't take me out of the match, but but as a fan, I I was worried about my baby face. Um, And um, Charlotte, not as much, because Charlotte, I I know, is a good athlete, um, very athletic and whatnot. But like Sasha really impressed me tonight. Um, her offense was cool. The thing off the cage where, you know, she, she was on the cage and hit the double knee thing. That was pretty cool. It wasn't crisp, but it looked better than it normally does. Cause she caught her with the, in the face with the knee first and then went down on her. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, there's so many different things. Charlotte needs to take better care of her. Charlotte needs to stop just dumping her. Like on the, like with the side slam she did, she just, yeah. just like, kind of dumped her on the she outside. It, yeah. yeah. Like threw her outside. <laughs> like, um, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, things like that, you gotta be careful. But, but like these two trustees other, are each other's lives, and you could see it. Like, they're, in my opinion, they are epics. Those two girls are epic storytellers, guys or girls for that matter, on that roster. Um, in that ring, they tell such incredible stories. Um, Charlotte's facials are getting better sometimes. They're, a little, they're, they're like with a na 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 hey hey goodbye crap. That's corny, that's cheesy, that was annoying. Let's go, Sasha. That's annoying, not in a good heel way, but in a what are you doing? Stop doing that way. Um, that said, her reactions are getting better though. Her facials, when she won the title, you know, you tell that that the, the, the table spot was still in her head, that she didn't snap through it perfectly you could st- I know, I know her, but when she got the title and it was bringing brought over to her, her facial expression just completely changed. Um, it, little things like that, her facials are getting really good. Yeah. Uh, the finish, uh, you know, you were
1: talking about the women being smaller and not being able to break the table. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte, like was trying to throw Sasha.
2: I think it was, I think she was supposed to go through it, right? No, no, it wasn't set up for it. That's why I was like, what the freak she is, is it, because when you set the, the table on an actual turnbuckle, mm-hmm. there's no way it can break. It needs to be on something sturdy on one end and then on the other, you know, at least one end for that thing to have a chance to snap being that it was on a turnbuckle, the turnbuckle's bounce. There was no way that that was going to break, and because she hit natural selection the way she did, that told me that when it finally hit me, okay, she wasn't trying to throw her. You know, I was just throwing her into the table, ragdolling her back and forth until so she rolled down and made her eat it, or finish her finisher, natural selection. You know what I mean? It was too perfect for me to, to, to for me to sit there and go, okay, that was a screwed up spot. She didn't go through the table. She, she landed perfectly. She sat up perfectly. Ate the finisher perfectly. There, it was too or choreographed for me to think that she was supposed to go to that table. Yeah.
0: I, I thought the
1: I thought the, uh, the finish was weird in that they did kind of the same exact thing, uh, yeah. you know, before SummerSlam. Uh, Sasha wins the title on Raw, never really has yeah. a title defense, and then loses it at the pay-per-view uh, without <sighs> really having a chance to hold it. And then again, you know, here, wins it on Raw, doesn't really do anything, and, and loses
2: it on her first title, you know, pay-per-view defense. At home. At home, at yeah, home. I know that shouldn't matter. Like we're marks for ourselves if we're at home and we don't lose, brother. But uh, still, like there was a st- there was something in the air tonight that 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 everybody could feel. Um, you don't
1: think was, it was an audible? Like Sasha got hurt. and oh. they decided to change it up because something with that the end of that match just didn't
2: seem. Didn't you're right. right. It, you're absolutely right. It, it, I agree with that. The very finish was very choreographed, though. I, I'm wondering. And I'm surprised at this because they're on the network. They can go over as long. There is no such thing as going over time, right? right. They can go on for ten hours if they want to. I'm very surprised they didn't get buzz to take another table out after that missed, you know, t- spot with Charlotte not going through the table, cris- crisply because the fans were dying to see a table. Somebody go through it, like really go through a table. They were dying for it. And I'm not saying you always need to listen to them, but. This was a hell in a cell match, you know, like they, they, there was some big thing, even though these girls killed themselves in there. I was really, I hate to say this because I love the match, but I was expecting a missed moonsault um, through a table, um, something like that from Charlotte. Um, it, missed, it, it was missing that one big thing. And I hate to say it because it makes me sound like I'm a mark for just big spots and I'm not, but I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, she did that corkscrew uh,
1: moonsault on Raw, you know, to the outside. Oh, dude! If she did that through a table, you know, that would have been a hell of a finish to that match.
2: I mean, are we wrong for saying that? Like, this is everything I used yeah. to get pissed at fans for thinking, but like, I mean, we'll, now then I'm on the other side. I don't know.
1: I, I yeah, I, I I almost wonder if it was an audible because it just doesn't make sense for Sasha to lose again uh, mm, this right. soon. So we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll look into
2: that. But if that is what it was wow these girls are light years of any other girl i've ever seen in my life being able to pull that finish off like that yeah if she was hurt or there was an audible called you know right now did you think it was a mistake to
1: end this pay-per-view with the match this match in the sense that if they're if you're doing the first ever women's title match maybe you should promote that it's going to headline the pay-per-view ahead
2: of time as opposed to just throw it on last Formulaic wise, history, what history tells us wise, yeah, but now the network is the network. It's like. Hello? Who cares? You know, it's almost like they don't care. It seems like.
0: <laughs> right, but it,
2: um, at least, you know, make it a big deal ahead of time. You know what I, I mean? I did, I'll be honest, I thought with Mix Promo last week, it was being put over as a very big deal. I really was. And I came into this pay-per-view thinking that the girls would have the match of the night. And I still think on any other occasion, this would have been match of the night, but I'm sorry. Seth and KO just crushed it out there. Yeah. Holy crap.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I, I think, I think in this case, uh, Seth and Kevin Owen should have went on last. Uh, yes. You, and, if when you if you're going to do Charlotte and Sasha promote it ahead of time uh you
2: know you should yeah it's a historic thing so uh yeah you know say it um wait how many times have they headline pay-per-views with 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 the girls I um mean, is this, how many times no, this is it the pay-per-view? first time in history in history yeah in WWE there's never been a female match to headline a pay-per-view nope didn't the girls do it before? Am I imagining this? No, they did.
1: Back in the '80s, they had like a MTV show where they had that Hulk Hogan. The Rock and Wrestling. Roddy, yeah, the Rock and Wrestling that was headlined by Wendy Richter. Wendy and, Richter. Uh, but but never a pay per view. So really, yeah. And well, uh, Matt, just a heads up, we lost your video, but but uh, we can no. see. No. <laughs> you can't see uh, me. No. I'll I'll just have to, I'll just have to flex in your place. (laughs) This sucks. Yeah, but um, but yeah, so yeah, this was the first ever. So why wouldn't you, you know, promote that as being the first ever? Yeah,
2: yeah, you're right.
1: But um, but besides the point, overall, uh, with the pay per view, how would you rate it?
2: Um, on a scale of ten. Yeah. Um, definitely definitely a eight yeah i loved it yeah i thought it was good i thought it was you know uh
1: the the matches that weren't great were were what they were supposed to be the matches with no heat were still i thought tj perkins uh it was still really good um and yeah i i i'll i'll agree with that um so where do you think they go with charlotte and and sasha you think uh keep going back and forth yeah they, yeah. There's really no one else. I mean,
2: Nia Jax. It seems like it's too soon. Yeah, it is. And without her, who else do you got? As long as these, keep, I, I love watching their matches. I'm very entertained by them. It's it's the whole promos and setups to it that I I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of. But once they get in the ring, I love it. Yeah.
1: Well, great. Um. So we got a few other a few other items to talk about. Um. TNA. Uh. Mm-hmm. The, the the judge is going to rule. Ah uh, whether to grant Billy Corgan a uh, temporary injunction against the company if he does that um, yeah, I, I mean it, it could kind of kill the company i guess uh, or you know uh, lead them to something being brokered where Corgan takes control um, uh, what are your thoughts on how what it's kind of come down to and have you have you kind of paid attention to what to what's come out a little
2: bit it's it's sad. So I kind of try not to, but, um, I may understand this though. If Billy, to my understanding, doesn't Billy want to take over the company and doesn't he want to have his own show and whatnot?
1: This was the weird thing. Cause he said, um, when he lent the money right. that he wouldn't have lent the money if he would have known how much in debt they are. Right. And, and now he knows how much in debt they are, right. but he still wants it. Cause they're willing to repay him, uh, minus this, uh, I'm forgetting what they call it, but this like interest, uh, uh, this like f- processing fee. That's like, five, yeah, I'm forgetting the percentage, but it's pretty high percent. It mm-hmm. adds on like a million dollars or something to to the uh, wow. to the loan. Um, but it it seems odd that he'd want to buy it now with all this new stuff that's come out with how much more in debt they are than he, he thought they were originally.
2: So if that said, why not just chicken, if he's, why not shake in the case? Why, why, why would he keep going after it then? Cause I, cause it seems like he wants it. I mean, that's, yeah he, he wants to take control.
1: And honestly, I think Hope so. personally for the future of the company, I think that's the best thing is him taking over. Cause yeah. Anthem, if they take over, they're planning to do three to four tapings next year. Who's right. Anthem? Uh, they own the fight network, so they're uh, okay. they're the company that were willing to buy Billy Corgan out. Gotcha. Uh, they funded TNA's last set of tapings, Mount for Glory, mm-hmm. and yeah, so they've they kind of uh, they're kind of who it would go to if it doesn't go to uh, Billy Corgan. Okay, gotcha. It's sad. It's very yeah. sad. Yeah, awesome. and their awesome. plan is three to four tapings next year. So, and that's it three to four television tapings and nothing else. And so if that's their plan, that's going to keep TNA where they're at now. You know what I mean? Three uh, to four tapings, like they like just four episodes. No, you know where they do a week of tapings. Oh yeah. So they do th- four. Th- uh, I think it's four, four weeks of tapings, you know, th- throughout the year. And then th- that content would basically be used for a quarter. So each,
2: each taping would be like three months worth of material. Wow. Man, I don't get it. We had such—I uh, say we because I still, you know, consider that company. My, you know, a lot of those people that, that run it, Dixie included, family. Um, and to see this is crappy because I'm sorry. I'll, I'll put my—I'll put that roster in uh, two thousand end of 2007, maybe 2008 uh, to 2010 against WWE all day and day, and we smoked them week after week as far as what was better in that ring and on that show. Seriously, I'm not just saying that because I'm playing, you know, hometown favorite crap because I wrote I worked for TNA. Go back and watch their stuff on on YouTube or whatnot. It, we had a better roster. We, we ugh. Ugh. I don't get it.
1: Yeah, it's a shame seeing them where they're at now. And I just I just don't see a way forward unless, uh, you know, unless things change. So tomorrow's ruling is a big one. Uh, so, you know, we'll we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, Matt, I, that's really all we got this week. It, it's news-wise outside of TNA. It's it's
2: there's not a whole lot going on. There should be news. Here's the news. My my non-friend Raj, right. um, yeah. your boy here got second place in his uh, men's masters division uh, physique competition. How about that? Nice, nice. That all is right. newsworthy headline. That's headline news right there.
1: Okay. All right. Well, congrats to Matt Morgan for that. Uh, this this month should start getting crazy. We got NXT Takeover. Goldberg's back. He's uh, going to be on RAW Monday night. Yeah. Uh, Lesnar leading to Goldberg versus Lesnar. Who knows if it'll be a one off? It's meant to, but you know, if if the fans take to Goldberg and that match is a hit, you know, I could easily see them uh, wanting him for more.
2: They'll um, pull they'll pull Mania out of him. That'll be about, I don't think they'll do anything else. In the... Yeah. They'll build yeah. a Mania yeah. match.
1: Yeah, that's I, I kind of see kind of like a sting kind of thing where it's a couple yeah. more matches and that's that's it. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. Uh, I I just feel like this match is a mania match, you know. Oh my god, yeah. Big time. Big, Big. time. Yeah. But, but you if we're we- doing this now, there's there's like no other matches right now really to be excited about.
2: Well, here's the th- here's one thing I want to make before we go. One point I want to make. <laughs> Okay, granted Kevin Owens' match, whatever, whoever he's working, is not going to surpass Brock versus Goldberg as far as fan interest, or not fan interest, but mainstream media interest goes. That said, you want an opportunity to really make somebody look bigger than they really are, like a bigger star than they really are? The old way of thinking would be you still have him work the main event yeah. on top of Goldberg and Brock and make him appear like a champion, make him feel like something big. Yeah, like that, that'd be very, that'd be a very big statement that he's closing the show, which he should because he's the champion and the championship belt still means something. It still is the top headline show, a match of every show because it's the title. Like what a great opportunity to make it mean something over Brock and Goldberg. That's huge. Yeah.
1: Well, let me ask you this. Uh, they won't do it. If you were to close with uh, have a title match go on after Brock versus Goldberg, would it be a Kevin Owens title match or AJ Styles?
2: Like, which one gets that spot? That's when we picked my two and two favorite kids. Um, AJ? AJ, because he's a a little more exciting in the ring, I hate to say. Maybe? Yeah.
1: The Uh, only thing with AJ is I don't know who you put him up against. They've done Ambrose already like a 100 times.
2: This would be a great opportunity for Cena to be here. I can't believe I'm saying that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> CNN AJ could do it. Cena. They just removed Cena from Survivor Series advertising uh, today. Uh, Cena's, Cena's out till uh, Christmas. I'm telling you, CNN AJ could do it though. And they could. Yeah, that would be. But with what they got now, they got James Ellsworth, <laughs> AJ Styles, oh, and, God, and Dean such Ambrose. hot garbage that crap
2: is. No, it'd be good if they didn't do this stupid inner brand or the, the, this brand extension crap. Would have been Rollins versus AJ. I would pay so much to watch that match. Oh, man. That's like KO versus AJ. I'd pay to watch that match. Oh, yeah. Those are like, uh, yeah, those are,
1: I I wouldn't say dream matches, but they're getting there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially Rollins. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks again, everyone for joining us. Me and Matt will be back tomorrow night, uh, uh, for our post raw review. Glenn is out this week. He is at the theater in New York and uh, I'm sure. Cool. He's <laughs> hey man, the theater. Yeah. I, I, uh,
2: you can't, def- no, you cannot defend this or rationalize this. I,
1: I mean, had to hear him
2: say this last week and, I and I'm such a nice guy. I didn't have the, Though whatever you want to call it to 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 be like, are you kidding me? The theater, really? Healing <laughs> the theater? Don't tell yeah. people that. Yeah.
1: Well, hey, so, hey, some people is their thing. Um, yeah. Others uh, for me, it's football and 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 wrestling and MMA. There you go, now you're talking. <laughs> but uh, we'll see you tomorrow, uh, Glenn. We we were preempting the uh, the Wednesday edition of the podcast, but that'll be back uh, the next week. But we'll be back on uh, tomorrow night. So join us again. Until then, have a good night.